Welcome to Success Coaching with Eric Reed. This show is for you if you'd like to develop more strategic growth in your business and in your life, become more profitable, and develop the strategies to leading a happier, more balanced life. And now your host, Eric Reed. Hey, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Um, I wanted, I titled this show Four Steps to Achieving Your Goal in 2017. And a big part of that was because as a coach, I know that this is the point. This is the moment when we really start to try and decide where the goals that we set on New Year's Eve, really the goals that we wanted to work on all year. I mean, now we're 20 days in and we're starting to seem hard. We're like, we still got 340 some days left to go. Is this really what I want and really what I can commit to and achieve? And it's interesting. I was uh, reading recently and, you know, the goals are that future thing, that thing out there in the distance. And so when we look at that, it's almost like the horizon. The horizon doesn't really exist. It's simply a construct of the mind. Um, because the earth is round. It's not where the edge of the, you know, the, the, the horizon and the sun and everything doesn't really exist, but our mind perceives that as the end. Sometimes our goals feel like that horizon so far off in the distance, and then when we reach them, what will happen? Will we fall off the earth, so to speak? So we begin to, to question our goals and begin to question our commitment to those goals. And so what I want to do really is give you four key steps to being able to succeed with your goals, whether it's your New Year's goals or whether they're restart goals or whether they're goals that you set in six months from now. These are really practical. It just so happens to be that in January, we all get into this idea that, you know what, it's a great time to start goals. It's a great time to reinvent ourselves, you know, New Year's resolution, New Year's goals, New Year, New Year, New Year kind of thing. But one of the things that I always find interesting is that we come into the new year, but we bring everything from the old year with us, our old habits, our old thoughts, our old beliefs, our own our old truths about what we think is of value um, and what we can achieve. So let's sort of sit down and break some of those out and really look at the four steps to achieving your goals in 2017 and begin to live a life of success, a life that we really want. And, you know, as a success coach, I often get asked, what is success? I think sometimes we perceive success as being able to have everything, you know, the plane, the car, the, the boat, you know, the, the opulence, the wealth, you know, success. I'm on the cover of every magazine. And, Truth is, success is living your life the way you want, with comfort and security and peace of mind that what you're doing every day has significance. What you do every day matters not only to you, but to the people you're coming in contact with. And that's my belief of success. Now, for some, that may include having the car, the boat, and the train, and you know, the plane. For others, it may be being able to sit down with their kids and play a game in the middle of the afternoon because they've mastered their, their business to such a level that they can take time off. 
you know, it changes as we grow. It changes as we develop. Things change as we move through life. So today's vision of success might not be the same as tomorrow's vision of success. But these four goals, these four steps will help you achieve your goals and to begin begin to live a life of success. The first thing I like to do is I make three concrete goals. Now, I understand that maybe your New Year's resolutions, you may have had five, six, I don't know, 10 things that you wanted to recreate in 2017. You may have said, well, I'm going to focus on the seven areas of my life, my business, my finance, my family, my health, my faith, community, or whatever, and I'm going to set a goal for each of those. That's great. However, let's, let's, let's write them all down. Just make a list of every, if, if something could change in my life, or if in 2017 I could make the following changes, what would they be? And if that list happens to be 10 things, eight things, nine things, whatever, those go, go ahead and write them down and then go back and prioritize them. What five things, absolute five things that if I could guarantee success with unlimited possibility to make this happen, I'd be happy. Now take that list and cut it down to three. Make those the priority. Focus in on those three things. Because everything else will shift and change. Everything around you will begin to transform. If you focus on the most significant thing to you. Now, here clearly when I say the most significant thing to you, what I'm saying is that you may have a list of 10 things. And one of them may be to grow your business by 15% or 20% over the next year or double production or whatever it is. But is that the one that calls out to your gut, to your heart, to your spirit? Or is there something else on that list that is? Because the something else that's on that list, if it's satisfied, if it's fed, if it's nurtured, will give you the momentum and the power to make everything else work out. Trust your energy to maybe something that should be on the bottom of the list, not significant to you internally, but significant to people externally. You're only going to go at it with half speed. And everything around you is going to suffer. So that's why I say the number one thing is just to find three concrete goals. Write them down. Get clear on what the three most important thing on your whole sheet are. Write them out. Did you hear me? Write them out. Now, when I say write them out, I don't mean write them out at the end of the show. Well, do that. But what I mean is write them out every single day. As a matter of fact, um, Grant Cardone, the 10X principal, you may have heard him, suggests you write them out last night. Just write them all, write those three goals out. Just write them out, start your day. End of day, write them out again. Because the average person writes their goals, maybe New Year's resolutions. They may look at it, you know, for a couple of days, and then they think they've got it seared in their mind. They think they've got that vision clear. And so they just sort of forget to read it again and again. Well, even if they read it once a month as they did their goal tracking or their review plan or their, you know, checkup, that's only 12 times a month or 12 times a year they're checking in on their goal. If you did it every day, once a day, then that means you're checking in on your goal 365 days. And if you double it, that's what, say 800 and some? Trust me, when your brain, your body, your, your, your consciousness becomes so aware of your goals at that level every 
single day, it's going to start hunting out ways of satisfying that statement. Now, for me, I have to eat it. It's, it's partly my goals. It's partly my vision plan. It's partly uh, a statement of who I am. And I read it every morning, and I read it at the end of every day. It affirms to me who I am, what I do, why I do it. And at the end of the day, it again tells me who I am, what I do, why I do it. It takes me, you know, five, ten, five minutes max. I mean, if it takes five minutes, I've probably got interrupted halfway through. But what's interesting is that I'll read it maybe for three or four days, and then all of a sudden, maybe on the fifth day, I'll be like, hmm, I need to tweak that a little. That doesn't quite resonate the way I thought it did. So I'm always updating my goals, my vision, my master plan. You should be too. And you can only do that if you make three concrete goals, get them written down, get them out in front of you. The number two thing is chalk out a workable action plan. And what I mean by chalk out a workable action plan, we've all you know, seen that chalkboard in the uh, football locker room kind of thing where they're drawing the diagram of how it's going to, you know, the play is going to go. You need that as well. But before you start writing out your plan of how you're going to do it, do some homework, do some research, talk to other people, get involved with a coach that can tell you whether that plan that you're thinking of is actually achievable. The idea of like fitness and weight loss, um, really there's a million different opinions and approaches. But talk to somebody that's living a lifestyle similar to yours, in the area you want to be, and ask them what they're doing and how they came to the decision. Sometimes this sort of, you know, trial and error thing creates negative, ne- negative momentum, and it causes us to give up on our goals long before we need to, or need to, I'm sorry, long before we should. Uh, so get it written out. And get it written out in such a way that you can modify it as you reflect on it. So, you know, just like at the beginning of a football game or the beginning of a basketball game, yeah, the coach has certain plans in mind or plans in mind and plans in mind of how the game's going to go. But once the players get on the court and they start, you know, going one-on-one with each other, there may be some changes. I know there are changes. They've got to adjust the game. And they do that in between each, you know, throughout the game and the halftime. So get your plan written out. Talk to somebody about it. That's why coaching really works for a lot of people is because they have that person on the sidelines watching how the game is going so that they can give the feedback needed to make the corrections and move forward. So number one, three goals, get them written. Number two, chalk out a plan. Know what you're going to do for each of the goals for the next week, next 30 days. You know, if one of your plans is to lose weight, don't, I'm going to walk for 30 minutes, five days a week. I'm going to eliminate uh, sugary sodas. I am going to drink sources of water a day. I'm going to go to spin class three days a week. Um, I always like making sure my coaching clients have an indoor outdoor thing that they can do when it comes to the goals. So if they say, well, I'm going to run Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So what's the que- So my question always is, on Wednesday, if it's raining, what is your backup? Because I know if you skip Wednesday and you don't have a written plan, you'll just wake up and you'll go, ah, oh, it's raining. I'll fix it tomorrow. I'll catch it up later. You're not. And then Thursday becomes Friday, and then Friday it's still raining. Oh, wait. Now I've just missed two weeks. Now I might as well give up. I might as well restart. No, have a backup plan for every plan. 
So if your fitness plan is to run three days a week and it's raining two days of the week, you automatically know ahead of time that means I, I go to the gym, I go downstairs to the, you know, in the, the apartment complex and I go on the treadmill, I go up and down the stairwell at work, whatever it is, have a backup plan. Um, number three, have a plan and keep in track of it. So what I really mean by that one is keep track of your plan. Write it down. Whatever system you need to do, write it out. Keep it clearly in front of you. I, with coaching clients, have uh, an app that's called Trello. We write out the goals. In my own journal, I, I like to have written ones, so I keep a written goal sheet, and then I also sort of integrate that with a lot of technology like reminders and to-do tasks and Evernote and things like that. Um, I like to chart my goals. I like to make sure that if, you know, instead of looking at the micro, sometimes look look at the macro. Like, okay, my goal is to, um, you know, increase my wealth by X. Okay. Well, how much did I increase my, my savings? Okay. But I didn't increase my income, but I did in- reduce my debt. So therefore, by knowing my numbers, I can see the direction I'm heading. I grew my business by 10% over last year. Okay, well, what did you do last year? Okay. Was that your highest year on record? Well, I don't know. Where did your revenue sources come from? Okay, I don't know. So was there any anomalies in your business that can't be re- that can be repeat or that can or cannot be repeated? Um, you know, if you were in the window replacement business and last year happened to be excessively brutal with hurricanes and you got to replace three windows in the same house because of the number of storms, you know, and you want to grow your business, how likely is that going to happen? Okay, so let's look at where you grew your business, how you grew your business, what brought you business. Can you increase any of those activities by 10%? Instead of looking at the big thing, how did you do it and what can you do to increase it? Same with all our other personal goals, whether it's relationships, whether it's in our family and finances. You've got to know what got you here, and sometimes that's in the written plan and tracking it. And so before you start creating, comes from because when you record it and you track it you understand it that's when you begin to take power and control over your life so make sure you have a plan write it out maintain it maintain a journal a diary even if you're using a uh, day timer just make a note how you did on your goal my coaching clients, I like to have a productivity and a discipline score. So what was your productivity for the day? What was your discipline for the day? The productivity, what did you get accomplished moving you towards your goal? And discipline in the sense of you said you were going to, did you, and why not? Why? So have a way of writing it down and tracking it. And then number four is don't lose sight of the bigger goal. Now, Zig Ziglar, and y'all know I quote him quite a bit, says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. Now, I'll give you that again, but it's what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. So what that really talks about is the results are not always as important as the process. 
understanding how you got there, that continuous, persistent effort that you made to achieving your goal. And I know I'm using weight loss probably because it's very common, but it's also an easy visual. But if your goal is to go to the gym three days a week and begin to be disciplined about your your health and your weight and your physical fitness and your overall wellness, the discipline that you created in your life to achieve that is easily transferred to other areas. It's part, it becomes part of your DNA. And it's funny, as I was preparing for today's show and these thoughts were going through my head this morning when I was out doing my um, commitment to staying healthy, it, it, it was a rough day. Okay, We all have rough days out there. And this, I happened to be hitting a hill, which I hate this hill. It's always there. It never goes away. I don't know why that hill will not go away. As many times as it run up, it's still there. Um, but this hill is there. And, you know, try to clug up it. Clug up it. That's a new word. And as I'm going up, I'm thinking, oh, I just can't. I can't. Oh, why don't I walk? I'll brisk walk. And I'm like making all these exit plans in my head for how I'm supposed to be going up this hill. I'll brisk walk it, you know, I'll walk it and then I'll t- at the top, I'll finish off the rut, like all of these things. And then a thought came to me. It's like, don't give up on yourself. That I was like giving myself permission to give up and nobody was there. I mean, nobody, nobody's monitoring me. Nobody was tracking me. My app was, but nobody sees that. I could have given up and nobody would know, but somewhere in the back of my head, it was like, no, don't give up on yourself. Yeah, if I give up on this, what else will I give up on? If I don't finish this the way I started, then what other times will I give myself permission not to finish what I start or how I intended to start? And so when you start to look at the bigger picture and start to understand that maybe you wanted to accomplish 10 big things this year, and you're only focusing on three, but doing those three really, really well and doing those three with a really clear understanding of why you're doing it and committing to doing it at your best, when other opportunities come to you that begin to be challenging or they begin to put you in a position that you feel stressed, but that you're, you're climbing that hill that never goes away, in the back of your mind, you're going to remember, wait, I don't give up on myself. I, I'm not a giver-upper. You're through-er. Now, to finish the story, yes, I made it up the hill. No, it was not in a four-minute mile pace. But I gave it my best, and I pushed on through, and I got to the top of the hill, and I finished what I needed to finish. And I got home, and it was like, oh, that wasn't such a bad day. That wasn't a bad run. Somehow that struggle in the middle of the run, that that challenge that I faced that I was ready to give up on, by the time I got home and was, you know, back in comfy position, I was like, yeah, I had a great run today. The same thing happens in our lives. We often lose sight of the bigger picture and we get frustrated by the little thing. And that little thing knocks us off our goal, out of our game, off our beat. And we never get to get back home, get to the bottom of the hill, so to speak, where we can say, yeah, that was a great experience. Understand entrepreneurs, people building success, people going through change and trying to create a different life. You are going to face those hills and you're going to face them every day unless you take a different path and get what 
know there's hills on that path too. So, but you're going to face that hill. And as many times as you think you're going to be able to conquer that hill and it's going to go away, there's going to be another one. When you don't give up, when you don't set aside, when you don't compromise on who you are and what you do and you hold to that bigger picture, that's when you start to master your life. That's when you begin to get to move into success. That's when you can dominate not only that hill, but any hill that's thrown at you because you know what you're made of. You have that stuff inside of you, that winning stuff, that it factor that they always talk about. So when Zig Ziglar says what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving your goals. You become a new person. So if 2017 is your fresh start, your new beginning, your, your desire to become a new person, stick with your goals. Focus on the growth. John Maxwell, my friend, mentor, and coach, always says, I would rather growing than achieving goals because if I'm growing, I'll always achieve my goals. But if I'm only focused on the goal, there's no guarantee that I'll grow. And as a coach, I want you guys growing. I want you changing. I want you transforming your life and the lives around you. And that only happens when you're so focused on hitting a goal, that magic goal, somewhere off there in the horizon. But instead, you focus on who you're becoming in the process. Grow into your goals and grow beyond them and beyond them and beyond them and beyond them. Over and over again, I guarantee you success is about growing beyond what you set up your goals because honestly when we set up our goals we kind of fudge them we kind of look and go okay i could sell 50 homes this year so i'm going to stretch and go for 60 but you kind of tempered that or i could lose 15 pounds okay why not 20 why not 30 not why not whatever or I could run a 5K. Why not a marathon? Why not an Ironman? Because in our mind, we have this belief window of all that we should be allowed to achieve, this vision in front of us, like your windshield, and on it is written what you're really capable of achieving. And so you kind of look through that when you set your goals. And as you grow and start to transform who you are, you start to wipe that crud off your windshield. You start eliminating those limiting Eliminate, eliminating those limiting beliefs. And so focus on your growing. Focus on those daily habits that will change behavior, that will bring you the results that you want, that will create in you the life that you desire. All right, so real quick, let's run back down those four so we can get them in your notes. I want you guys keeping notes, keeping a journal, Checking in with me if you have questions. I'm always here to help you guys. Um, it's what I do. It's my passion. Uh, you can find me on the Facebook page, whether it's the fan page or the business page. You can email me directly. You can, um, you know, social media. Nobody can hide. Find me. Talk to me. Let me know what you need. You can go out to the website, ericgreed.com, and tag me and talk to me through there. So number one. Let's get our goals focused down to the three highest priorities that we want to see our energy devoted to this year. Let's get them written down. Read them in the morning. Read them in the afternoon. Let's create a workable action plan. Get it written down. Ask others for help, advice, input. 
but know that you have a plan A and a contingency plan as you move forward. Have a way of tracking it, whether it's a coach and an accountability partner, whether it's an online system, an app, a journal, keep track of it, journal it, reflect on it, review it. And number four, don't lose sight of the bigger picture. My goal to be healthy, yeah, it'd be nice to make the cover of some sports illustrated, you know, bodybuilding magazine. But, you know, my bigger goal is to remain healthy because I have two young kids and I don't want to be that old man dad that like uh, grunts and groans and, you know, can't walk up a flight of stairs with them or when the grandbabies come in 20 some years, not be able to participate. So I want to be healthy today, but I'm really building a foundation for 20 years from now. So that's why I got to kill those hills. And then as Zig Ziglar says, what you get by achieving your goals is not as important as what you become by achieving those goals. So let's keep on growing. Let's keep on pushing. It's only day 20 of, of January. If you had a reset or a setback, it's okay. Like we talked about in an earlier show, that's normal. Sit down where you're at now, figure out the three, and let's attack them. If there's anything I can do to help you achieve those goals, always let me know. Let me know. I'm here for you guys. Um, I want you guys to be successful, and I want to share my success with you as well. Um, so until we get a chance to be together again, I want to wish you great joy and happiness and living with your success. And, um, oh, quick reminder, 15 Laws class is still open. Register for it. It's 15 Laws of Personal Growth. Fantastic class. You can always email me directly, and I'll get you into it. All right, until we get together again in the future, have a great afternoon. Thanks for joining us. For more information, go to ericgreed.com. That's ericgreed.com. And like us on Facebook, slash Eric G. Reed Success Coaching. Join us next time for Success Coaching with Eric Reed.